Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Hi, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We are two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, the 2007, 2006 release of Aragon. Um, But first, Jane, I had unrelated teen sighting to talk about with you. We were on the subway going to Brooklyn and um, saw some teen Mormons on the subway. Have you ever seen um, Mormons in the Wild, Jane? Yes. Like in like Mormon wear. Wait, can you describe Mormon wear? Um, like a uh, white t-shirt, uh, tie, black pants, Book of Mormon in hand. I'm not joking. And um, name tag. Yes, we actually have two local Mormon teens who we see around the neighborhood. Whoa. Yeah. I, they maybe they I, I'm I guess I don't know where they live exactly, but we've seen them multiple times. So maybe they just visit this area frequently. Do you see them like knocking on doors? Yes. yes. Oh shit. Okay, so um we were like literally standing right next to them, so I was like, "Oh, these people are really young." And I eavesdrop the entire time while nate was speaking to me (laughs) uh and uh one of them was named elder peck which i thought was very interesting no fucking way wait does that mean that his name is elder uh it means his last name is elder no peck wait what is elder okay oh that's just like mr (laughs) oh i really thought his name was elder um i also got mormon where confused with what's the other what's the pennsylvania Amish. Sorry? Oh. (laughs) I got them Um, confused. Well, okay, so, no, different, but also, I do think they are teens because uh, I knew some Mormons in high school, and I think most of them, if they're gonna do a Mormon mission, you go before college. Like, that's your gap year, essentially. Or gap two years. And they don't don't go, the the mission is not like a room springer. This is very different. Um, you, I think you just, like, do canvassing. So, like, that's the other thing. They were, like, talking about how they got some, like, contacts to go meet that they're trying to, like, go, like, convert to Mormonism. But then the the contacts that were given to them on their list, like, they only, there were two contacts and one of them only speaks Spanish and the other one only speaks Burmese. So they were, like, bitching about, like, whoever coordinated it was, like, not up to their game. Wow, they really need to work on their turf allotment yeah. and maybe use an app. <laughs> Damn. Use an app to organize that. Damn. Um, it's called organizing everywhere. No, but they did say the Burmese one is getting baptized next week. I was fascinated. I was fascinated by this. Wow. They're like, well, they're getting baptized. Or I can't remember what pronoun they use, but getting baptized next week. I'd love to know their success rate. Same. And if they have like a marketing-style board, you know, if they have one of those boards that has like a big, you know, you like draw a thermometer and then you add, you color it in whenever you get like a sale or whatever. Do you think yeah, like like a fundraising goal? Yes. Do you think they use like HubSpot? (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Um, But anyway, I wish them. Honestly, I wish them well. I feel bad for them because it must suck to like walk around New York in the summer in that clothing because it they it was really really hot that day Mm -hmm. that's the main reason i feel bad people that are in extreme religions are always they're hot that's like a commonality they share or they get so used to it that they're not sweaty anymore maybe um (laughs) 
Jane, would you like to introduce our non-Mormon guest? I would. It's Nate, Issa's <laughs> husband. He is the best power lifter I know. He's Aww. a great video Aww. gamer. He is the numbers guy for our podcast. Um, uh, hi, Nate. How are you? Hi, Nate. Hey, Jane. Thank hey, you Issa. for being here. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. Yeah, I am usually sitting somewhere in the background. Um, but I'd uh, love to be in the foreground to discuss a movie that's very important to me. Nate, as your second time on the pod, we would like to ask, what type of tea did you want to be? Um, Probably a, a respected athlete teen early on <laughs> in Ooh. high school. Um, I'm wearing my uh, high school cross country uh, uniform top right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, so I did that, but I don't think anyone cared about <laughs> running. Um, and I wasn't good enough at basketball. The only thing that our school actually cared about to, uh, become that respected teen. But, oh, so you felt disrespected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanted everyone to like what I did, but, um, not as much. Was there a specific respected teen that you kind of looked to and, and, and envied maybe? Mm. <laughs> um maybe yeah uh my buddy ben he was uh good friends with nick um he's very respected uh short very athletic whoa good ball short team. did he play basketball yeah. yeah short basketball football basketball yeah okay short athletic ben good but you're you good shouldn't ball. look to him you should not envy him because he's short mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tried to convince myself to, I think. But how short are we talking about? Like five seven. Damn, damn, <laughs> fucking roasted. Okay, um, Nate, would you like to talk about why you chose this movie? Yeah, um, this was a, a really grave offense to me. Uh, back <laughs> in uh, when? Wow, uh, late middle school, yeah, I guess. Two thousand seven. Um, yeah, because I really liked these books um yeah the series is like uh pretty good ya um fantasy uh i think it was i thought he was doing a good job in the books of like building a believable um world and uh i think this is before like i would see reviews for movies before yeah. i went so there's no rotten tomato score to go on uh, so when I heard there was going to be a, a show, a, a movie, uh, for probably my favorite series, wow. I was pretty pumped. Um, and uh, I I didn't feel so pumped coming out of the theater. <laughs> yeah, so um, something Nate and I have in common is that we both saw this in theaters. And um, when I went to see this, it was at a movie theater where you can pick your seats and the only seats available were the front row, so me and my friends took up the entire front row, and then we were like, we were pretty, we were pretty like excited to be there together and like in the front row. But man, I also was disappointed. Jane, did you have a, did you have a prior relationship with this movie? First of all, the front row is the worst place to sit. No, because you have to crane your neck up. It. I feel like now there's movie theaters where the the seat basically reclines like business class airplane, and so like if there's that, <laughs> if there's that, it's okay. But yes, usually yes. Yeah, I think I'm always when I end up in the front row, I'm immediately convinced that I'm fucked and mm -hmm. not going to be able to tell what's going on and going to be distracted by the angle. 
but then can't tell anymore. Like oh, movie magic just sweeps yeah. me. Yeah, okay, it just so sweeps I, me off my feet. And... I had <laughs> no, I had no relationship with this. I feel like the word Aragon. Like I thought that was the dragon, and okay. but I, like I had known, like I had known about it because it was so sure. popular. Um, but yeah, I, d- I didn't see this in theaters, um, which is good because I told Issa that them, Nate and Issa seeing this movie in theaters is their invisible string, a la Taylor Swift, the song Invisible String off the yeah. album Folklore. We Check were it both out. looking at the same moon. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the same dumb face. Uh, Jane, do you... Jane, do you uh, remember, like, seeing the book in, like, bookstores and stuff? Um, like, do you remember what the book looks like and, like, the cover? That that I feel like a lot of people just, like, remember what the cover looks like. Honestly, no, but I okay. did see, I happened to, I, I went to a party recently, like, a, oh. a fancy party, Ooh. a pre-wedding party, and they had all the Aragon books on their bookshelf. Oh, so shit. So, that's, like, <laughs> my memory of the book is oh, from three fuck. weeks ago. Had Two you ever seen ago. the movie before, ago? uh... This viewing then? She's shaking her head. No. Why would I watch this? (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, what's what's everyone's relationship with, like, fantasy YA stuff? Nate, you go first. Um, Like, this is your relationship. Yeah, like this. um, Before this, like, Artemis Fowl, Beck. Is that fantasy? Anyway. uh, Yeah. Fantastical elements. Um, <laughs> is he a human? I can't remember. He, oh yeah, he's just like yeah. a savant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like an Elon he's Musk. He's a child type. genius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I, that started a lifelong, um, you know, reading habit. Uh, my, my family all reads uh, fantasy novels to some extent. That's Mom's true. read Wheel of Time. Older brother would always have paperbacks of like Shannara Chronicles or. Um, some other like kind of pop, fantasy stuff. Were you um? Were you did do you think you identify as like a teen who liked dragons specifically? <laughs> like looked for dragons in books and media. I don't think. <laughs> okay. I no. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jane. How about you? Fantasy? No. You you know this. No. I'm not a fantasy <laughs> person, but I did I did read all of the like popular female dystopian ones. Is Hunger Games fantasy? That's a good question. It's like light fantasy. I feel like there was sci-fi and fantasy, and then in 2000s, there was dystopia, and it was like its own thing. Maybe it is sci-fi. Like, is is Divergent, like, (laughs) sci-fi? I I don't know. Either way, no fantasy. I don't care about dragons. I don't care about princesses. I don't care about magic unless it's like a card trick. Oh, I think those are like sociological fiction. Oh. oh, uh, dystopia? Yeah. Alright. Well, don't make them Which sound- Which I'm inventing now. Don't make them sound better than they are. I enjoyed YA fantasy. I was very obsessed with, um, this one author's, like, female-driven books. Um, her name is Alana- or, That's not her name. Her name is Tamora <laughs> Pierce. Her name is Tamora <laughs> Pierce. Her very famous series was, like, Alana. That's, like, a story of, like, a twin- A girl twin who takes her boy twin's place- um, and becomes a a, a soldier, <laughs> unfortunately a child soldier. No, no, no. But the magic is good. And then, um, and then she had another series that was about like a girl who could like had like animal magic and could like talk to animals and stuff that mm. I really, really loved. 
Um, and that there were leg horses in it, obviously. So I really loved that. <laughs> I can't say I like specifically liked dragons. And something I remember about Aragon is that I really didn't like how ugly the dragon was in the front of the book. Like I thought that also when I was younger. Um, I also remember looking up some of this, but Aragon is by a guy named Christopher Paolini who began writing the novel after graduating from homeschool at age 15. No. Okay, Jane, you don't know this. Okay, 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 okay. Awesome. So he, from age 15 to 16, he wrote the first draft. Then his parents, um, while he was like rewriting, his parents in 2001 were like, this is so good, my son, let's self-publish. And they started a small business and they self-published it. Jane's face is... (laughs) And then Christopher Paolini basically, like, went to a bunch of different bookstores all over the U.S., like, trying to get people to buy the book. And then the the author, Carl Hyacin, was like, hey, this is good. Do you want me to link you up to, like, um, publishers? And then they republished it with, like, a real publisher. Wow. So that's the story. Um, wow, he looks homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also talks about, like, he he gave, like, over 100, like, talks. He, like... He basically, like, tabled with this book, and um, for a lot of it, he dressed up as Aragon, which I think is so <laughs> funny. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Real nerd. Um, I like, do want to confirm- so hard. I just want to confirm that Hunger Games and Divergent are sci-fi, according to the internet. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I wouldn't want to- I guess I would rather dress up as, like, a Hunger Games character to promote Hunger Games, or Divergent, Ooh. for that matter. Oh, Divergent, they don't really any- wear anything special. Um, he also- sweet tattoos. He also, oh, yeah. yeah. He also said, "This is his quote. I would stand behind a table in my costume, talking all day without a break, and would sell maybe forty books in eight hours if I did really well. First of all, that's really good." Um, and then he said, "It was a very stressful experience. I couldn't have gone on for very much longer." Keep in mind that he's talking about a period of time when he was like sixteen, <laughs> and then he became like a best-selling author. It's so it's distressing. He was on it's the distressing. grind. Oh. That's tough. Anyway, the film uh, received sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Good. Should we jump right in? Yeah, let's 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 start now. Okay, let's do it. Elf Princess Aria has stolen King Galbatorix's huge blue stone. Sorcerer (laughs) Durza goes after her, but she (laughs) magically transports the stone somewhere else. Poor farmer teen Aragon is hunting for deer and finds the stone. He returns home to his uncle's house and play fights with his cousin slash lover Rorin. Okay. To avoid the draft, Rorin leaves. It turns out the stone is a dragon egg. When Aragon touches the dragon, all the other characters can sense it and a mark appears on his hand. After growing to full size, the dragon communicates telepathically with Aragon and says her name is Saphira. Meanwhile, the king's people are plotting to murder Aragon, who is now a threat to the kingdom. Lovely. Um, There's just, like, right off the bat, so many choices they made that are very different from the book for Mm. no reason that I can tell. Like what? Um, uh, They they started out giving us a history lesson, I guess, uh, on exactly what happened with, uh, like, all the dragon riders before... um, Oh, like a flashback. Yeah, which is, you know, uh, and then they pull back to, like, um, the jelly bean getting uh, <laughs> teleported to Aragon, um, like the the book starts with. Um, but then they, like, have the dragon grow to full size 
by flying through a magic cloud, basically, instead of normally. Um, and, like, where her name comes from. Uh, like, she just knows it uh, instead of uh, this other, yeah, kind of history that's involved with it, where oh, she's named by Aragon, and he heard oh. it from Braum, and oh. it was the name of Braum's dragon oh. way back when. Ooh, and it, there's all this stuff to it that they and just, like... And she's voiced by Rachel Weiss. And she's voiced by <laughs> Rachel Weiss, who... I wonder how old she was at this point. What, 30s? Yeah. The lead 40s? actor is 18. She sounds by the way. great. She sounds awesome. I mean, she she's sounds a great too dragon. good. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing <laughs> it's weird to me that this dragon is like sexy. <laughs> because <laughs> Rachel Weiss yeah. is just like a naturally sexy person and her voice is sexy. And like, there's something just very confusing to me about this almost <laughs> like the dragon's almost mothering, like sexy nanny. I don't know. <laughs> It doesn't work for me. I do have a question about names. There is an Arya. Yeah. Yeah. This is 2001, so this is pre-Game of Thrones. What does Arya mean? Does that matter? I don't know. People, I feel like it's in like oh, a shit. lot of, it's in a lot of fantasy books. Right? Like Why? Yeah. I don't know. They're just like, and she's always like a, a girl boss. Oh. Yeah, I, I guess she's Elves boss. are always girl bosses. Okay. Um. Really? Something I do appreciate when you said Jellybean, Nate, is that, like, you can tell that the egg is not, the dragon egg is not CG. Like, they're actually picking up, like, in, like, plastic, like, bounceable, like, I really, I just, like, want, I want some, like, behind the scenes of them, like, hucking that around. Like, it just seems like (laughs) someone, someone held it like a football. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Here's some here's some behind the scenes uh, knowledge. They definitely used dry ice when they like have that stuff <laughs> in the forest. Okay, I don't know this, but it looks absolutely just like dry yeah. ice, like foaming around. And he goes to touch it. I'm like, be careful! You can't touch the dry ice. Um, another comment. I thought we were watching Heartstoppers next month. Parentheses. This shit is gay as hell. Oh, okay. Oh no, we love. Uh... When you get to wrestle around with um, your um, cousin brother. That was my question. Okay, Nate, you are a twin. Um, something we talked about is that they these two cousins look way too similar. Like <laughs> you in, the scene, yeah, in the scene where they're wrestling and kind of like bantering, the two of us were like stressed out because we couldn't remember who was Aragon. <laughs> um, and my question was, did you ever wrestle with your twin for fun? <laughs> I don't think we really did. Um, we had sock and boppers when we were um, <laughs> little kids. You know, sock and boppers. Uh, they're these like uh, inflatable boxing gloves, basically. And um, I get the whole idea of the toy, I guess, was to put them on children's hands and have them hit each other. Um, what? So we would have little boxing matches. So it makes sense that they didn't continue that because the. Violence was a feature of it. Wait, how old? This is like uh, when we were maybe eight or nine. Okay, so not a little kid, not not like teens. Okay, okay. um, okay. Yeah, Uh, but we didn't really wrestle. Yeah, engage in horseplay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, these men look like a classic gay couple who looks identical to each other. And they seem so happy, yeah. They're I'm- so happy to be wrestling, and, and they're so cherub-like. Um, I thought it was very <laughs> sweet 
that they could have love before Roran left. Um, I did have had to go to college. Yeah. The the part that did make me emotional <laughs> is there is like an anti-war, anti-establishment feeling, and yeah, there's a part when the two, like the soldiers come and take some young men away, and the dad's like, they never come back, and I don't know. I feel like that's a universal truth about how war oh my works. God, Jane, you felt moved, and I I liked it, and then when <laughs> Roran chose to like avoid the draft by going god knows where does he come up later oh okay this is what we were saying yes he does in the books but like we we're also like where is he going like it's never discussed going um, out <laughs> make his way in the world what does that mean I, like i don't know usually the, i don't think he was going to be an actor in a big city i feel like a farmhand um, he would just find some anonymous city and be a get an intern Maybe. internship <laughs> <laughs> Um, here's my other question. Um, so in this scene, or in this section, Aragon initially tries to, tries to trade the egg for some, like, good butcher products. So my question was, what type of, like, really good meat would you be, like, so desperate for to have, like, a treat that you would trade, like, what is obviously a dragon egg for? (laughs) So, I didn't think it was obvious. I was like, people be looking for stones. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're always looking for stones um i don't care about meat but my life partner does and so i feel like he would want some oh i'm probably gonna say it wrong i don't know what kind of meat does walter say it wrong park pork belly or like uh mm. tri yeah, tips like a, re- a really good like pork <laughs> tri yeah. a really good pork belly you could do fish if you wanted to jane i don't Okay. I want to give um, the, the meat to my man so that he respects you? me. Oh, okay. Um, how about you, Nate? Uh, if I had uh, a big pretty rock um, <laughs> when I was a teen, I would have wanted to trade it for um, an Xbox. I, think. <laughs> I would have taken it to the village Xbox <laughs> maker. Village um, if that wasn't an option, uh, a um, cool big knife, probably. <laughs> okay. More realistic. <laughs> I think I am the only one who agrees with Aragon, and I would be like, "Can I have some steak?" Like he did it very reactively too. Like he walked into the butcher shop with it, um, saw the slimy butcher man, um, who I think his name is Sloan in the books. Damn, he does not have a, a name in this. Um, like cutting up some meat, and he was like, "What's that? <laughs> oh, I want that." I do have a spoiler, which is that Sloane has, like, a hot daughter who becomes a character in, like, book two and three. Do you That's, remember this? Yeah, wow. yeah. yeah he has a, so, like, butchers be having hot daughters. Okay, um, I also wanted to talk about what you were saying, Nate, where she just, like, flies into the sky, the dragon, and she becomes a full dragon. And he was, like, trying to make her fly by tossing her. And I have something to confess to the pod, which is that one time... I had a, you know how like sometimes you go to like a county fair and you can get like a little colored chick, like a chick like dyed purple or green. You know what I'm talking about? No. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Anyway, <laughs> we adopted a little chick and like, I guess my parents expected it to die, but it definitely grew into a chicken. And when it was full grown, I was like, oh no, it doesn't know how to fly. So I went into the backyard and I like tossed it. Much like in this scene, oh my thinking God. that I was teaching it to fly. Did it just fall onto the ground? No, no, no. Chickens just like know how to fly. You don't have to teach them. Wait, but it, they can't fly <laughs> away, right? Wait, 
Can they kind of like fly. They fly like a short distance. So she would just like fly across the backyard and go down. My theory about chickens. I recently ate chicken theory. feet. My, okay. I recently ate chicken feet. And my theory is that chickens feet are too big and their wings are too small. And <laughs> and that's sad for that's them. Why. That's, that's why they can't my, fly. That's my theory. <laughs> Here's my other thing is why didn't he name her when it was a baby dragon? You think yeah. you have a baby pet? Like, you're going to name it Absolutely. Right? And he would probably name it something dumb, like Blue or... <laughs> Sorry, that's a basic name. Um, I actually don't think it would be that bad if the dragon's name was just Blue. It can't be overstated, like, how idiotic he is in the start of this. <laughs> so he would have given it a spectacularly dumb name. He does look at... He looks at the baby dragon and he's like, you're not a bird. I, <laughs> I You know, I was also... Uh, speaking of like looking at the dragon, I was pretty uh, nervous about what it would look like, how aged the uh, CGI would be on that, because I remembered it was all CGI. There's like no practical effects around the dragon. It was pretty good. It was like fine. You know? It was like not For like 15 year old CGI. Um, I just would have gone a different route with its face, because it wasn't very cute. Yeah, it's ugly. Yeah, they made it. They give it kind of feathers, too. But it also has to be, like, sensual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do appreciate that it eats mice, and I I was thinking it would be nice to have a little dragon around my house to eat all of the mice. Yeah. I... It's a good farm Here. farm thing. Yeah. <laughs> Except it probably oh. would eat cats, too. <laughs> that, that would have been more, more of a problem. What were you going to say? Um, I think it does, It as it grows up, it eats bigger and bigger things. Uh, and becomes more of a problem, mm. um, like where it's tough for him to hide it, like, uh, and that's what like... kind of starts to create the conflict in the story, is that uh, it's going to be tough to hide the dragon rather than everyone who's bad already knows exactly where he and the dragon are as soon mm. as it hatches. Well, in stories like this, this, you always have like village and then like beautiful. Um, public land. <laughs> so, like, I wasn't worried about them hiding the dragon at all. Um, let's move on. Okay. The Razak, Durza's cronies, search for Aragon and murder his uncle. Aragon blames the dragon, so he sends her away. Local rebel Brom shows up to bring Aragon to safety. He explains that Saphira hatched for Aragon specifically, and the rebels need a dragon rider to defeat the king, so Aragon calls her back. On the way to the Varden, the rebel group, Brom trains Aragon in sword fighting. They run into a psychic who says Aragon is on a dangerous path and that there is a girl waiting for him. When the Razak attack, Aragon instinctively uses Saphira's magic to kill them. Brom gives him a lesson on magic and then Aragon learns how to fly Saphira. After another Razak attack, Brom melts a bad guy with a sword and then says he used to be a writer, but his dragon was killed. So his his uncle he discovers is murdered. Um, because when he comes home, he's covered in a little bit of hay and sticks. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't check his pulse or, like, shake him or anything. He's like, he sees him on the ground with some sticks on him and is like, I can't believe he's dead. He does not cry. Uh, or react very strongly I did at say, all. I said it looks like they broke some, like, Amazon boxes and they just <laughs> put it on top of him. Like, it looks really bad. It's... Unclear what happened in there at all. There's no blood. Yeah, you're right. Um, this this actor is not equipped to <laughs> like react to this dramatically. Um, and then Brom comes in and burns the house down, yeah. um, including his uncle's body, which um, 
he also briefly questions before moving on. Yes. Um. Oh, uh, and uh, I I really liked when um when he got to uh train him in sword fighting, and uh, like they discovered that he needed to be trained because they saw a bunch of people being attacked by Urgles, um, which I guess we'll get into more later. Uh, and we're like, we need to help them. And Brom told him, you don't have, you're not good enough with a sword. Uh, so they just went and trained instead of helping anyone. He quickly forgot about trying to help anyone once they mm. um, got to go fight by a stream instead. Mm. I won't, I, we won't tr- talk about Urgles because I don't know who they are because there are too <laughs> many names. And I, this is, I, I, this is why I struggle with fantasy. But we'll talk about Urgles. And also just like all movies and television is like, I can't take too many names. Like what, what are the Razak? What are the Urgles? Why, why, why does one of them have black tape dangling off of them? <laughs> one of them is made out of bugs held together by like, um, like masking tape, yeah. What? Wait, which one is that? The ones that are like made out of bugs. The bug boys are the Razak. Okay, and then um, Urgles are just like normal guys. They're just big guys. Yeah, yeah, they're we were... all big guys <laughs> who don't really talk well. Yeah, we were like, Jim these guys Bros. just look like that's just like their job. <laughs> like, in a lot of the scenes where Durs comes and he like yells at them for not like finishing off Aragon, like. A lot of the Urgles are just like looking really worried that they're gonna get fired or <laughs> like, and and or killed. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, what is the point of the psychic scene? Why is Joss Stone here? Do we care about <laughs> Joss Stone? What the fuck? Why is so much shit in that scene also made of like sticks and hay? Like they're like a tribal village. Like it's. I do. I do think that Joss Stone did well. Like I think she's actually a better actor than our m- main guy. Also, um, why did she not want to get paid? How does she how does she make a living? He's <laughs> like she's like, I'm gonna tell your future. He's like, I don't have any money. And she's like, Angela didn't ask for money. I'm like, Well, you need money, I think. And this it's marketing to go here. It's marketing. She knows we'll be back. Yeah, you have to like give away coupons. Get so him that, hooked like, on people... prophecy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Does this scene happen in the book? Because I don't know how it ex- yeah. how it affects the story in any way. I yeah, I yeah. kind of forgot about it too. Uh, I was I looking up it the. Does. Um, it does happen, and she has like a like familiar a were cat, and I think she tells him some shit. She tells him like three things, and he it's kind of a prophecy thing. Like these will like specifically like you'll get betrayed. Um, mm. I can't remember what like what she tells him, but yeah, she yeah. gives him some <laughs> mysterious advice. And I don't remember her saying anything in this scene that was like that matters at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just okay. happens in the stick Perfect. town. Yeah, sure. Um, I did want to say that the training montage is the equivalent to the shopping montage. So boy, girl. <laughs> I also was trying to. I brought Walter into Ulta, and I was just like enjoying the 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 sense the sensory experience of like being around makeup and like holding a bottle of heavy foundation and i was like what is the equivalent of this and then i had to pick up a package that got delivered to an auto parts store and i was like is this the equivalent Mm. for men because there's just all of these different items oh to like pick up and hold and like browse yeah if you want yeah you can browse it could be also like 
if we're if we're going this trad route it could be like home depot and like because that's exactly the way that like all the tools are like sort of set up so you're like ooh, or i could have this like i do feel like your eyes light up the same way yeah i do need some fasteners (laughs) Um, should i change my light switches Um, yeah i think that's what's similar at this point i'm thinking i like harry potter better which is okay which i'm realizing (laughs) harry potter is the only fantasy uh fantasy uh, fantasy thing i like well also it's it's around the same time as harry potter and it's so much worse and you can tell that they like i think they thought they were gonna make money because like they have all these big actors that like they thought they would get back john malkovich in like the Mm -hmm. next movies yeah like john malkovich like if they had continued all the movies like john malkovich would like be like a pretty big role i also really like john malkovich like having just like a completely flat affect like he's just using his normal like mid-2000s voice in like all the (laughs) scenes like (laughs) he's like where is the guy (laughs) like sounds pretty much like he does in burn after reading Yeah, yeah yeah um and he yeah that was interesting too because he just doesn't need to be in this movie at all uh, they must have paid him a lot yeah, they to must have paid him. add this character. They must have had him on board and thought, like, we can't not use him. Um, let's write in some scenes of him reacting to what's happening elsewhere and being pissed. Isn't Durza his, like, uh, bitch boy? Like, isn't Durza just acting on his behalf? Or yeah. is Durza also just... A bad, a bad. No, he's like the, he's he's like his um first in command. Also, that actor who plays Durza um has like a pretty big role on that show once upon a time so he continues to like ride the fantasy series like beat which i'm actually like happy for him like nice to see that like there's a happy ending for actors in this unlike the the main guy yeah he's a he's a pretty big actor, he's a big actor yeah on his own he was in like 28 weeks later um can we talk about <laughs> let's talk about safira so i think that <laughs> Um, there's definitely, you know, Jane, what you're talking about, like, why is she, like, sexual? And I think, like, (laughs) there's definitely, when they talk about, like, a dragon will only hatch, like, if it feels the presence of its rider. It will wait forever if necessary. Like, there's something about, like, virginity and, like, (gasps) riding the dragon, fucking a woman. Like, I don't know. There's something there. And, like, the first time they, like, the first time he, like, tries to ride her, like, they're both, like, very bad at it. And, like, part of the arc is that they, like, find their, like, groove together. Ew. <laughs> it looks really yeah. dangerous and scary. I, I mean, say. yeah, I do, like, that's something I like about Aragon in general is that, like, they make it, like, yeah, it's hard to ride a dragon. Like, it's terrifying. Yeah, there's a learning curve. In the books, he, um, he, like, is really, like, his legs are really injured and torn up the first time he yeah, yeah, yeah. right Ooh. because she's got sharp scales he needs to get calluses uh, yeah yeah and um that's that's interesting because she's also like on the first successful ride she's like telling him like and when you're really good you can even you can ride from anywhere on the dragon even the oh, tail no. <laughs> and he looks at the tail and's like i don't think i can do that right now <laughs> is that the butthole <laughs> i feel like I don't know what we're that's- Hmm. It feels very. <laughs> we don't know what um, we're doing. And yeah, he does eventually ride from the tail. Yeah, yeah. In the end of this movie, I think so. There's a lot of like the dragon and the rider are truly one, and like they like that's like his partner for life. But then also he's like destined to save the beautiful princess who looks like an Instagram model. She's always like really moist in the prison. The wet princess. She's in wet jail. The wet. Yeah. The wet girl. Is there sex in this series? 
in the book? Uh, I can't remember. Probably later on. He definitely um, kisses Arya at some point. I don't know if they ever actually have sex because probably the kid not, writing it did not. Yeah, she's <laughs> like true. not into it either because she is like observing that there's a massive age gap. Oh, she's is that of years old? Wait, oh, wait, so she's wait. Like not How old is she? Uh, I, I, I think she's, she's just like a, super old. She's like an elf. she's like an yeah. elf that like can live for like a really long time. So she's like decades old. Wow, even the human, even from a human perspective, like. I was kind of confused about the relationship between the elf princess and Aragon because it seemed like at some points it was like, oh, they're endgame. But at other points, I was like, she feels like a sister to him. And there's something yeah. just something distinctly not sexual about Aragon. And so well, I just, I don't know. I didn't <laughs> That's just that guy. <laughs> well, and she's like, she's like so girl bossy and like good at fighting, obviously, and stuff like that. And he's like not ready to like be. To ride the, the tail. To ride the tail. Yeah. But I think, like, that's, like, a huge part of the books is, like, he, like, grows up and then she's, like, ooh. Which is kind of, I guess it's, like, Star Wars. Like, Anakin and Padme, like, are, there's, like, an age gap there. I have never heard the word Padme in my entire life. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, oh, also, I think, like, maybe teen boys writing book about dragon, mm. they're, like, well, I will eventually marry the um, Natalie Portman princess, but for now I'll be fucking my dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, if the dragon dies, the rider is sad, but if the rider dies, the dragon dies. Um, I don't talk know about, what, talk about, um, decode that, uh, internalized misogyny. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Durza, who has been holding Arya prisoner, uses her to contact Aragorn through his dreams, setting a trap. Against Brahm's complaints, Aragorn leaves to save her. He ends up in a head-to-head battle with Durza. Brahm shows up only to take a sword to the chest. With the help of a mysterious hooded figure, Brahm, Aragorn, and the princess manage to escape. Brahm dies and gives Aragorn his sword. Durza magically poisons Arya, and then Saphira drops the mysterious hooded figure near them. His name is Murtog, and he offers to help them get to the Varden. Once there, the Varden take care of Arya, but they arrest Murtog for being the son of the man who killed Brahm's dragon. Oh my god, that's so convoluted. Yeah, he he makes a lot of bad decisions in this. Um, <laughs> like going to wet jail at all. I think he he got taken to wet jail in the book. Wait, wait, uh, wait, hold on, wait, wet jail? Wait. Oh, that's so, where she's so wet. She's like, every scene of her, she's glistening. Arya, Arya is like always moist. Also, she's like tied down to the bed, and at one point you can only see her from like armpit up, and she does look <laughs> naked, and it does feel sexual. Yeah, it is like yeah, they're like tying her down and like slapping hyaluronic acid on her. <laughs> so I do think like when they're like, Oh, he's poisoning her, the poison just like appears to be making her skinnier and skinnier. <laughs> like, that's like the main <laughs> thing that I noticed. Um I had a question which is a lot of people are like, Aragon, call your dragon. And I wanted to ask, when you call your pet, do they come to you? Nate? Oh, no way. Um <laughs> Yeah, maybe it would be more. Uh, Our cat knows like, her name because she looks. She doesn't. She care. looks at us, but she doesn't <laughs> do anything. But if he had like a a can of fancy feast to open to someone's superior, I do feel yeah. like and th- she is cat like. Dragons are cat like. Yeah, dragons are cats. Jane, when you call your pet, do they come to you? Um, that depends. It it uh, it depends if like I'm giving him something he wants. So if it's like a walk, 
then yeah, he absolutely comes. But if it's like, I just want him to be near me, he <laughs> probably won't. Uh, he's actively snoring on the couch, so you might hear that. Um, oh. At this point, I noticed that this lead actor looks like Ansel Elgort. Yeah, I called <laughs> yeah. him a Walmart Ansel Elgort. Oh, um, I kind of think he's better looking than Ansel Elgort. Also, yeah, I feel like he did. Normal. I feel like he has a good career. You guys are a little, little down on Aragon. Oh, that's nice to hear. I I think maybe I like looked up the wrong person then because like that's I'm happy if he did more than this. I also like you said that like he's not sexual. I actually think he's very like good natured and like he's like. Kind of like a former frat boy, like husband material for like a very like preppy person. <laughs> um, he's like good uh, trophy wife, like uh, mm. target. Um, but I guess mm. I agree. He's maybe not sexual. Like he would just like get too drunk and like laugh and go to sleep. Like, <laughs> After a little roughhousing. He's been <laughs> yeah. in uh, Downton Abbey no and in Outlander. So, oh, I don't watch Outlander. Me, I, I don't watch that. But hey, he's—I'm sure well, he's maybe, improved. Maybe he's sexual yeah. in Outlander because everyone's having sex in that show. Um, I was gonna ask as a teen, have you ever felt like you were the one for someone you liked, but they didn't know it yet? <laughs> Wait, what is the equivalent of this in the movie? Oh, like Arya, like he's like the one who's gonna rescue the princess the entire oh. time, which is like a very common trope, like. The special one who's going to, like, deserve the love interest. After having a dream about her. Um, any any uh, similar experiences? Yeah, I guess. Um, sure. I mean, there. I think that's uh, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> high school is, uh, like, picking some people. Or picking someone and uh, sitting next to them in computer science class and um uh where you learn to type and um <laughs> talking to them a little bit and uh convincing yourself they like you a lot <laughs> or like you're or the should. one you're the one for them yeah. yeah yeah what was the what was like the barrier was it just like you weren't a respected enough athlete <laughs> i'm pretty sure yeah. <laughs> that would have changed everything for me if they had only seen the beauty uh, in <laughs> cross country, like running, uh, <laughs> oh, no. three miles. Um, I had a I had a crush in like early high school that, um, unfortunately, like I was definitely in the quote unquote friend zone phase because he would like talk to me about on Yahoo Messenger about like mm. his problems with the girl that he liked, and it was this whole like why can't he see? Oh. But um, but I but you kind of like as a teen, you're like. Yeah, this is my this is my curse. You kind of like perversely like enjoy like the suffering, I feel like. Mm -hmm. So um it was a very like um I don't know, that I remember a very passionate time where wow. I was like I have to be there for him cuz one day he might see. Yeah, yeah. I did not have anything that passionate, but I feel like I had one crush in particular that's coming to mind that I I'm so sure that this person liked me back. But I don't know if that's true. Like, maybe I've just deluded myself. But it would be the kind of thing where where I would, like, turn and then he'd be looking at me. And I was oh, like, yeah. <gasps> but then obviously nothing ever happened because I'm a big, big lame-o. Let's, um, let's ask him. Oh, my God. Never. 
Did we like um? Did we like Brom being put in like a pizza oven essentially? An igloo. It, it looks sort of like an oh, igloo. Oh yeah, yeah. They, like, The dragon like burnt it. I guess they like heated it up. They. I, I don't no, know. No, I feel like it was like um preserving it, oh, like fossilizing yeah. it. It's just Which that's just dragon magic. I don't necessarily um, agree with. Like, I don't think I would want. Like, if I were dead, I wouldn't want to be like crystallized. Like, mm. how? I what do you want, Isa? <laughs> what would I you think like? I do. I do like cremation. I do like being burned, but I don't want to be burned in like my farmhouse, like Brom does to the uncle. Yeah, I think I. I also want to be. Well, first, I want to be donated to science, and I want someone like my sister who studied to be a nurse to scrape out the fat. For my body and then have it fall on her ug and stain her ug, which is something that she did. So yeah. I want that. I want to provide like entertainment for um, graduate students. And then I want to be burnt up and like maybe some of my dust handed to my family members. Maybe it's the dust of another dead body. Who knows? Yeah, and then I want know. them to sprinkle it somewhere. Maybe compost pile. I don't know. Compost. Mm, Nate? Com- big compost pile. Um... Watched. Uh, uh, I'm liking the idea of a, a burning ship, um, <laughs> like with awesome. not with my horse and, um, like maid um, on the ship with me, like in Northman or anything. Oh, I see. Uh, not like traditionally, but like my probably my PS5, my <laughs> lifting belt, um, <laughs> like on the ship with me. Where would um, the like what coastline are you picturing, and like where would it be going? Like, is this like Coney mm. Island, like, what? like it can be like Lake Sunapee. Okay, um, that's sweet. Aww. Wow, yeah. that's that's actually kind of nice. Yeah, so all arranged. You're not from New Hampshire, anyway. Um, my okay. <laughs> another comment I have Melbourne for, Lake, then. for this part for this part of the movie is that um, Arya communicates telepathically to give Aragon directions to the prison. And I just wanted to say that, like, if somebody gave me directions somewhere, even if it was telepathic and they, like, imaged me all the ways, like, I wouldn't remember how to get there. <laughs> like, I wouldn't, like, he's like, I know how to get there now. And it's, to me, it's not at all a useful way to tell someone how to go to where you are. I feel like she um, only should, I, I, okay, I'll be honest. I was in and out at this point. I yeah, feel like she just showed boring. him a waterfall. She just, like, no, touched she, like, his head and then he was like, Waterfall! She sort of showed him the, like, Google Maps view, like, street view, like, okay. go around this mountain, and then, na, 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 and then you'll come to the waterfall. And I was like, there's no way, like, I would remember any of that. No, me He's neither. also never left his hill before this yeah. week. <laughs> um, he's 17 years old and only lived in the woods. Um, the village. So it, it is a little silly. Okay, let's go to the waterfall town. Okay, there is a... Uh, there is a massive battle between Durza's men and the Varden. Murtog breaks free and assists the Varden, proving his trustworthiness. Aragon and Saphira fight Durza and his own beast, with Saphira taking a major hit. Aragon is able to kill Durza and then uses magic to heal Saphira, but passes out from the effort. The next day, Aragon finds Saphira fully healed. Arya heads off to lead the elves in the coming war against the king and says she will see Aragon again. The king is furious and then we see his dragon. And yes, I was avoiding saying his name because I can't pronounce it. I, we oh, we forgot to talk about Murtaugh. 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 And that actor and him being the um, uh, evil dark-haired one, untrustworthy dark-haired one. 
punk. Um, he's the punk one. He's um, like, he's a very successful actor now. He was actually in Mudbound, and he's really incredible good in that. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. I liked I think- his character. I was kind of... I mean... Yeah, it does kind of just seem like he's the goth, awkward teen. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he comes through. I agree. Like, it seems like a lot of people just don't trust him because he's not, like, this... As you said, Jane, like, glowing, like, happy, wrestle with your cousin, like, type, like, white teen, but he's, like, goth white teen instead, and so, like, people mistrust him naturally, because he's not like that, um, but then, yeah, but then he comes through. Yeah, this is where, like, once he's captured and they get into the meat of the, like, waterfall town is when the names really start popping off again yeah uh we figure out he's the son of morzan and uh the they're like meeting the varden in their secret town and there are a lot of names there that they're they're introducing all the characters but not saying their names at all i think so they're just looking meaningfully at like <laughs> jimon hansu's character and we love jimon hansu uh his daughter who shows up and uh it it gets very messy and this is also when it seems like their budget is running out yeah or their cinematographer quit <laughs> like it's very difficult to tell like where the fuck are we what is this town i did notice sticks? i did notice that the waterfall town has a rock garage door like it closes like yeah the rock like closes so after Sophia, Sophia fly in. flies in it like goes up and down like a garage door and i can't really get past like out of all of the uh, all of the fantasy elements, like that's the one thing that like didn't make sense. To it does. I mean, you're right because that's how either magic it... or mechanics that they don't seem to have otherwise. Yeah, like yeah. how could it be mechanics? Pulleys. Um, uh, dragons no. wearing armor is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they like have have little like they have a little headpiece on this dragon. It's ridiculous. Does she not have very thick <laughs> skin? Got... Scales. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like when dogs wear clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of also looks like Murtag has dreads in some pieces, just because they make him like dirty and like wet all the time. And then I also wanted to know that Arya begins to wear like feathers in her hair at this part in the movie, and you're starting to be like, uh oh, <laughs> she's a festival chick. Um, <laughs> what planet is this on? Like, where? What <laughs> is this? It's. It, it's like, so the other weird thing is they they flatten a lot of things out into just guys. Um, <laughs> I like, think it's Scandinavia. Like, yeah. yeah. No, but it's, it's not on Earth. It's, it's temperate everywhere. Um, Why is it not on Earth? There, this isn't Earth. This is another world. Why? It's, Wait, is the this? The shape of the continent on. is wrong. Is this yeah. Earth? Wait, where are they? I'm so confused. <laughs> They're on the continent. I feel like it's Earth. Wait, I but thought fantasy no specific... took place not on Earth. It doesn't have to. It could be like an alternate Earth. Okay. Lord of the Rings is It Earth. could be Australia. I thought Lord of the Rings was um Middle Earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Aragon is set in the fictional world of Alagasia. Alagasia. See, it's not. They say it twice Earth. in the movie, and it's mumbled both times. <sighs> but Whatever. That's the continent. That's um, the continent. Okay. Um. Anyway, they they they're supposed to be dwarves here. <laughs> they just turn them into guys. Oh, yeah, the the dwarves Urgles, are just like uh, like uh, biker guys. The Urgles are supposed to be orcs. They just turn them into guys. Uh, even uh, there's only one elf, Arya. She's just a a a, girl, a gal. Um, 
Uh, so the, they removed the different races. Um, so for some reason, my follow up question to this is: if you could be an extra in this, and you could be just like in a scene with like a bunch Ooh. of guys running around, like which like gang would you want to like be doing extras with? Probably the Urgles. Um, Bad guy. They just like hang out and like just blacksmithing with my boys, <laughs> yeah. uh, tromping around. Um, yeah. I, it's interesting that you say that they kind of took all of these races and flattened them out because I, first of all, I wasn't paying attention that much at this time. And second of all, you're, you're right that that, that feels like very crucial. Like the idea that, yeah. that every person is oppressed by the king and then they came together and, and fought the king. That seems, that seems important, yeah. I would say. Instead, it's just a bunch <laughs> of white dudes, I guess. I don't know. Jane, who would you be in this oh. world? Who would you want to act? Or not like who would you be, but like if you were cast in this movie as like a minor role, like where where would you want to be? I would want to be um, the the guys who get murdered by Durza, who his cronies, mm-hmm. his cronies that kind of just like stand open, like slack jawed, and then get stabbed. Yeah, by yeah, Team Urgle. Yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. Urgle. Sorry. That's a Urgle. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, I think they're fun. I think I would also like to be in, like, the waterfall town and, like, bustling around trying to get armor ready. And they're like, hey, look at this, your armor. Like, I could be, like, the girl being like, hey, look at this. This is the dragon armor. Hey, look at this. I've been cleaning it or something like that. That's what women have to do. Yeah, the women are kind of, they there aren't women. There aren't human women or um, whatever they are. What did we think? What did we think about, like, the ending where, so he wakes up and, like, Aragon's like, Safira, and Murtaugh's like, some friends can't be replaced. And then there's a pause, and he's like, lucky enough, some don't have to be, and she's fine. Like, that was so that's insane. Demented. Yeah, so he insane. Punked, he punked him. And, <laughs> that's but, true. He is, a, he is, that's his personality. But Aragon is so fucking dumb that he he's just looking at him like, what do you mean? I do think like, the Murtaugh Aragon dialogue is particularly weird and like, <laughs> like at one point he's like, yeah. "I'm gonna pay you back." Like, like it's very fake and and strange. Um, but also maybe they will become lovers. I do have a question: Where's Aragon's mom? I'm assuming she comes back later in the series. No, she. They mention her really briefly. I thought she goes away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she runs. Wow. A, she like runs away. I can't remember if I don't think she comes. I can't back. remember who the fuck his parents are. I don't. I, think you he find comes out back. at some point. Um, I think he's got special parents, some amount. Yeah, they have for... to be special because he's special. Yeah. Um, his mother Selena. I I, I can't remember. Um, but um, it, it another big change they made at the end was to have Safira, uh, Safira injured instead of Aragon. Like happens in the book, oh. like and it's actually a pretty big plot point that he gets um, a big scar. Like, yeah, yeah, a, yeah, he gets um, injured really badly by Durza, um, who looks like shit. Oh yeah, we were talking. Yeah, like, Durza looks, like, looks worse and worse throughout this movie. Like they they definitely like do something different, a they, little like, different. Removed his eyebrows <laughs> and made his lips super chapped. He looks so <laughs> like, bad. He looks and. They like Ridiculous. really fuck up his hair. Like they really do a bad bleach and dye job. Like, as, <laughs> we're like, why does he look like that? I thought he would be happy that he's finally attacking. Yeah. I I don't know why he was so fucked up. Um, but Aragon is supposed to basically like um, 
like be injured for the next few books and like yeah. have like uh, have some like weaknesses crippling pain that makes and sense. weakness uh and struggle with that and chronic they're... pain that's a that's a pertinent <laughs> issue yeah and instead they made it that he got tired from um mending his dragon mm. um and took a nap we also so so here so they have a last meeting with um i keep wanting to say safira but aria mm-hmm. when she's gonna go uh, lead the elves and we find out she's like a festival girl who likes to wear like feathers and like dream catchers and shit and then like i guess like it makes sense to me here that they don't kiss but i do think that like as a movie like they should have kissed like because i know the books i feel like it makes sense that she's still like this is just a kid but like movie wise it doesn't make sense that they don't have like even just like a kiss on the cheek to like thank you yeah if you're gonna change so much other stuff yeah, just have him kiss. Just have, like, have him kiss. I would have, I would have just made her younger, and then have, and then like increase their relationship, sexual tension or whatever, and then just have a, a kiss or a hug or something. Because yeah, right like now maybe he can like talk back to her telepathically mm. or something, Ooh. or have him kiss the dragon, <laughs> so it's clearer <laughs> where he's falling. On um. Okay. The most shocking moment for me <laughs> is the credits roll, and what do we hear? Keep Holding On by Avril Lavigne. I also started screeching. I was so excited. Which I guess she wrote for this movie or not. That can't be. That that cannot be the case. But it's the song. It's the song that was released as a single for this movie, which is oh my incredible. God. It wow. doesn't match. It doesn't match at all. It doesn't make sense for. Honestly, it doesn't make sense to have a, a female led song to me. Um, and this song specifically just doesn't make any sense. It's hilarious. It is, I love you it. You know what's funny though is like I also like started laughing and like hooting and hollering, but I do think that like when I heard it and like saw the credits rolling, I, I like remembered like sitting there like in the theater and like seeing the credits roll and being like, oh yeah, I love this song. Okay, for me, that <laughs> song is Glee, the Glee version, yeah, yeah, because yeah, they sure. just they find out that Diana Agron or it, Quinn is, is pregnant, uh, pregnant, and they yeah, sing yeah. "Keep Holding On," and it. It does make me cry. But it's a good scene. It's a good scene. It's a classic Glee where like all of the characters hate each other, but in that moment they support each other. Yeah, which is true of like acapella groups. Uh- <laughs> um, okay, and then also um, I did want to like wrap up by saying I do think it's like again like supporting my thesis of like Safira is like. Aragon learning how to have sex with a woman and he's like not ready to marry Arya yet who is like his predestined wife do they get married in the book series they're endgame for sure but I like don't remember like if they actually do marriage but she like she eventually likes him okay which doesn't make sense can I have another spoiler I I can do another spoiler too Jane please Murtag is his brother what yeah, they don't look alike at all. Wait, we're talking his brother, that. and he killed yeah, Storm. Yeah, right. Do they have the same parent? Both the same parents? Yeah, like I think full brother. Yeah. What? Why did they, they get like... separated at birth? Yeah. Wow. I can't remember. That's exciting. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> and it makes it sense why I think they're attracted to each other because. And it's like dark, like goth twin versus like, or I don't think they're twins. I think they're just brothers. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. Not the rascal type, but. So, Nate, are you the Aragon or the Murtaugh? <laughs> wow. Um, probably the Aragon. <gasps> yeah. No. Deal with that. Damn. Wait. Nick. I don't know. We're, we're, 
I'm the Roran. Um, Nate's spiraling. I'm the the. <laughs> I'm the um yeah uh, corn fed lad who uh, just likes to wrestle and then goes to um yeah farm college. Yeah, they kind you of make Roran. They kind of make Roran like more of a character in the books, and Roran ends up with the butcher's sexy daughter. Okay, Aww. let's. We've come to the end where we each answer three mm-hmm. questions, and Nate, you can go first each time. Okay. The first question is: Is this movie good or bad? Bad, bad. <laughs> um, it was. Uh, it was so disappointing. Uh, to see what they did to my boy. Wow. <laughs> um, especially near the end. <sighs> okay. So unfortunately, I I have a semi hot take, which is because I don't care about fantasy or have fantasy knowledge or have read this book. To me, this is all fantasy. Like this is average to me. This is what every fantasy show or movie is, and so I can't say it's bad or good. It's just average. That's so fucked up. Um, I think it's bad. I think that I thought like it would also be like bad and sort of like an interesting way all throughout, but. Like, there's, like, a point in, like, the second half, like, before the big battle where I truly got bored and, like, kind of, like, right after Joss Stone until they get to, like, the battle at the end. Like, I truly, like... (laughs) So 40 minutes? Joss Stone, and then I... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the second question is, did you like this movie? No. I I didn't like it either, primarily because I was bored, and I did fast forward through a few parts. (laughs) I liked the start. I did like seeing um, the egg. I liked the 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 homoerotic wrestling. Yeah, and um, I also think you know, unfortunately, career low for um for Brom for Jeremy Irons. Mm -hmm. I do think like. He's so excellent, and I felt sad watching him do this. He is one um, of the few actors who has worn worn who has won the mm-hmm. like triple threat acting thing, which is like mm-hmm. an Emmy, an Oscar, and something else. Whatever. He's very well. He's very lauded. The other thing about him that's cool that you can actually kind of see in this movie is that he is a really good equestrian, and he like has a bunch mm. of like equestrian connections but you can kind of see that the um in like anytime the two of them are riding horses you can see like jeremy irons being like pretty competent and um aragon's actor like bouncing around and stuff (laughs) which makes sense um yeah yeah which i guess like makes sense for the two of them but it it like was really fun for me to just like see that because we love jeremy irons okay um nate what type of teen is this movie for um nerdy fantasy teens if you uh, just want to um, see some orcs and stuff, um, but yeah, I would just argue that like, why would you watch this movie when you could watch any of the Lord of the Rings movies or like similar, or just like watch Game of Thrones? Like, I don't think the only thing that I think this movie does differently is that there's a very intense like dragon sex like element okay so like (laughs) you i have to say as much as i support your theory like i think that is like your your analysis of this movie i think i think i'm right though i think like this because like the other like kind of sad part about this is like the whole time when aragon and Sephira are like communicating telepathically it does like remind me of just like a boy like with an imaginary friend (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god. What if the dragon is made it's, up? It's not real. <laughs> That's like a very dark take on this movie is that he's just, he's in a psych ward. Um, yeah. I think that this movie is for all boys because all boys are the same and all boys like dragons. Okay. <laughs> Mine is like if you like dragons and also are horny and you're like not ready to like know that you're attracted to women yet. Okay, um <laughs> Nate, what are you watching these days that's not this? Um the NBA playoffs are going on right now. <laughs> that's so fair, that's fair. we're we're fair. mostly watching the Celtics. Uh and conversations with friends. I guess. Yeah, we're still we we're, we're almost together. done with conversations with friends. Um, what about your YouTube watching? Like, what's your latest, um, YouTube content you're looking at? Um, well, there's the evergreen, uh, topics of, um, like, powerlifting and cocktail making. Uh, but also I've discovered Monterey Bay Aquarium's, um, <laughs> uh, YouTube channel. And they just have long videos of squid or jellyfish, <laughs> like, bopping around. Or, like, the shark tank. And, uh, and they like put lo-fi music to it. Um, so it's, it's pretty relaxing to have on a second screen while you're, uh, doing something else. Good promo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check them out. They've got a good TikTok too, I think. Jane, what about you? I watched the movie Fire Island that just came out. It's on Hulu. I've been looking forward to it because I'm a big fan of Joel Kim Booster. Matt Rogers is also in it. Bowen Yang is like the second lead, um, it's it's for me. I mean, it is just perfectly for me. It's about gay men at Fire Island, and it's like an homage to Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> and I think it's great. Like, I just, I, I, I oh, loved cool. it. I will say that it is for gay men and people who like gay male culture. So some people might not like not like the humor. For example, Issa, I don't think you would love okay, it. Okay, I don't think that's true. I was just going to say, I think I would love to watch a gay retelling of Pride and Prejudice. Like, I think that's a fun concept. Um, just because I don't like certain podcasts that you like doesn't mean I don't like For example, men. the podcast that is hosted by Bo Yang and Matt Rogers, two anyway, stars of this um, movie. It's so good. I recommend it. Yeah, I, I would watch it. I think, like, it's funny because I do think... Fire Island itself, like, Fire Island gays are, like, such a stereotype um, that, like, friends of mine have, like, I don't know, like, bitched about or, like, scoffed about, so it's, it's, I'm curious to see, like, how it incorporates that. Um, I uh, am watching The Essex Serpent on Hulu, which is a, obviously, like, a book adaptation, but it has Claire Danes and Tom Hiddleston. Um, I was, like, looking for Tom Hiddleston content and... It's good because I was telling Nate about this, like, he, Tom Hiddleston has so many, like, fantasy and, like, goth, like, roles where they, like, make him look really, really pale and, like, put a weird wig on him and, like, I don't think, like, Loki, like, I don't think he, like, looks good as Loki and it's, like, really fun to just, like, see him get to be, like, a normal human and then I, like, do think he's, like, extremely attractive and, like, so Essex Serpent is about... Um, a woman in STEM who goes to this <laughs> random marsh town to, uh, Nate's snapping, who goes to this random marsh town to investigate, like, a Loch Ness monster type monster, and then she falls in love with the local vicar? What's a vicar? Also, Church. Vicar- vicars can have family? Like, wives? Yeah, actually, vicars um, show up a lot in mystery novels, like Agatha yes. Christie and 
So I, I've seen a lot mm. of Vickers around around town. Jane, you might actually <laughs> you might actually like the show too because it's like sort of that vibes. Like everyone's in like a cool like it's like mysterious Vicar, mysterious monster, or is it? Um, everyone's in like cool dresses. Also, the actor for Tom Riddle from Harry Potter is like a grown man now and is in it. And I was watching and I was like, why don't I like this guy? Like uh, this guy's like rubbing me the wrong way. <laughs> it's because he's Tom Riddle. <laughs> He's in a surgery fret. Yeah. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I, I recommend. It's also not. It's like they actually release one episode a week, so it's like not done. The season finale is next week, which is like refreshing. I'm not a show binger, so I kind of like being forced to wait. Um, but Nate, thank you for um watching Essex Serpent with me and for um suggesting Aragon, even though I was in pain, like knowing I would yeah, have to rewatch pleasure. it. Uh, yeah, very psychically damaging. Uh, for everyone again um but yeah thank Lovely you to get nate, to unpack that nate you rocked is there anything you want to plug i don't think so <laughs> go lift lift heavy Ooh, i'm gonna do Eat that today yay Eat a bunch of food jane would you like to mention our upcoming movie it's clueless hopefully <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know if anyone actually minds that sometimes we like mention the upcoming movie and then we change our minds but um that's okay um i think they're just gonna have to deal with it and honestly like when i listen to podcast episodes i don't necessarily listen to them in order anyway i don't know if that's a hot take like do you always like if you have a queue of podcast episodes do you like always listen to them like chronologically the way they came out i do oh yeah jane's like wincing mm. as i'm like saying this how about you i think i'll more often listen to the most recent one and then work back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't do that. Mm. That seems fucked <laughs> Just up. Just so I'm not like always a couple weeks off or something. Ah, uh, interesting. I like to at least have something recent and then. Okay, well, no one agrees with me. That's okay. That was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about <laughs> teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts and whether you uh, listen to them in order or not. Uh, don't forget to rate and leave a review and please share us with a friend. And with a teen, you can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support, especially if you want to tell us if Aragon takes place on Earth or not <laughs> at patreon.com slash underthebleacherspod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under the Bleachers! Under the bleachers.